long enough to suit me. C.S. Lewis December 2016 San Francisco, California So, you see, Jonathan explained, what you've been paying as a lease for your little tea shop, it's well beneath market value. I'm aware of that, I said, though until now I hadn't known quite how far below. I hadn't had to. But I didn't let on. I didn't like the condescending tone of our landlord's nephew's voice. Well, ex-landlord. Because the owner of our building, Atticus, had passed away the week before. Atticus had passed, and there was no way we could pay his nephew the number on the paper in front of us. You've been leasing this space for six years now? Seven, Celia corrected softly. Right. And the market, you know, has increased in the area exponentially, which was fine for my uncle, but for myself as a businessman. His voice trailed off, leaving us to infer his thoughts on not exponentially increasing our rent. Do you think, my sister Celia asked carefully, that there could be some room for negotiation? Well... Jonathan started, but his wife, Phoebe, laid her hand over his to stop the flow of words. My uncle-in-law was quite the philanthropist, Phoebe said, drawing out the last word. But the recession is over, she smiled, or at least gave her best facsimile of a smile. Our son's tuition won't pay for itself. I opened my mouth to protest but Celia kicked my foot and shook her head slightly. I looked out the office window and counted to 50. Backward. If Celia didn't want me to point out that Jonathan and Phoebe's son was all of three years old, I wouldn't. If she didn't want me to remind Jonathan that since he'd inherited his uncle's real estate holdings, we could use the tea salon space for free and he'd hardly miss a penny, fine. We were hardly standing between his son and whatever lower-tier private university Jonathan Jr. wouldn't attend for another 15 years, and everybody in the room knew it. You could speak to your father, Jonathan suggested. My hands clenched into fists. Celia spoke first, saving me from trying to string together a civil sentence. We've chosen to keep our business interests completely separate from our father. Thank you. Phoebe's smile edged into a smirk. That's probably for the best. I rose to my feet, struggling to remain calm. We'll be out in the 30 days stipulated in our lease agreement. It would be a thin, sad holiday season, but at least we could spend it at our home before relocating. Jonathan clapped his hands. Excellent. You'll find something else, I'm sure of it. I wasn't, but didn't say anything. Could you make it 15? Phoebe asked. My spine straightened. Excuse me? John's uncle simply rented without making improvements to his properties, and many of them need major repairing and updating. I have a list of clients waiting to look at the space, Phoebe continued. The remodels will have to be completed before they see it. Fifteen days, I said, barely controlling my temper, is Christmas Eve. Oh, 
Phoebe said. I hadn't realized. I apologize. How about 20? She clasped her hands together and gave us a benevolent smile. Start the new year somewhere fresh. 20 is fine, Celia answered quickly before I could tell Phoebe where she could shove her fresh new year. Thank you. And before I could say another word, she grabbed my hand and dragged me from the office. We stayed silent as we walked down the hallway, but once the elevator doors closed, I whirled to face my sister. What were you doing agreeing to 20 days? What they're asking is illegal. Of course it is, Jane. Celia pressed the L button to take us back to ground level. But you and I both know that they can make life miserable for us if we disagree. And we can't afford a legal battle. It wouldn't come to that. You're dating Phoebe's brother. She wouldn't take it to court. Speaking of, does Teddy know about this? 